0: Hello, and welcome to the Carpetrage Podcast, episode 144. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co host Ryan Sernitsky and Jenna. Hi. Hello, Hi Hello there. Welcome back. That's fine. This is the first episode after Christmas, so you can be t- as tired as yeah. you want.
1: That's yep. why I have my coffee with oat milk.
0: This is sorry, your microphone is still <gasps> super oh. messed up.
1: Ugh. I'm sorry, guys.
0: Ha- happy it was like if you turn Christmas. left, it's really loud, and if you talk normally, it's Almost inaudible. Oh.
1: So, happy after
2: Christmas. Happy. Hopefully you guys got it's a bunch of really cool happy stuff. Happy middle of Hanukkah.
0: For our Jewish listeners. For our Jewish listener. <laughs> Who is our Jewish listener? I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, they, they, just statistically. We're singling them out, though.
2: St- statistically, there's probably one, and statistically, <laughs> it's also probably a guy. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I spent my
1: week finding Hanukkah books for my kids, and they were all dry, except for one about a, a, <clears throat> oh, God, a so old lady, a, a, a bubba. That, uh, a bubby? A that a Bobby, a uh, Bobby, a Bobby, a Booby, mistook a grizzly bear as her rabbi.
0: Grizzly Adams had a yes. beard. That's really our Yeah, isn't and right?
1: it's got a lot of recipe in the back. It's Perfect. <laughs> it's so Jewish.
0: Wow, that is okay. What are we?
2: Uh, what are? What are we drinking? All All right,
0: right. We have switched roles now. Yes. you were drinking the summit
2: this is without a doubt the best summit the winter porter, the porter. Yeah. and
0: then i've switched over to the og pilsner that pilsner <laughs> urkel urkel and yes it is very good it reminds me a lot of a Radaburger.
2: yes it does a lot does. of a
0: Radaburger. it's very good yeah
2: that is without a doubt the best porter i've ever had or not porter sorry the best uh,
0: the best pilsner i've ever had i just love that their language rep- Refuses to use vowels. No, none. <laughs> Literally none. It's, it's like... It's, my z- it's just a wall my of name, consonants. Which is, <laughs> yeah, what would your name be without vowels in it? It
1: would be very... It would be...
0: I think it actually would be...
1: Yeah, it would be J-N-C-R.
0: J-N-C-R. Jinker. Jinker. Uh, I do anyway, so, Okay, cool. Patreon. We've done that. Patreon. So, what Patreon is, and you know this if you listen to our podcast or you're on the internet at all these days, but head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. What it is is it a direct method for content consumers like you to support content creators like us, basically adding to our beer budget.
1: Do a really good PBS NPR voice. Thank you.
0: I am Dan Rather. If you (laughs) want to head over to carbontron.com. Dan Rather wasn't on NPR. Whatever. I'm just gonna go ahead and use broadcast. Do a
2: Kai Rizdahl voice. I don't know
0: a Kai Rizdahl voice. Because he's sexy. Anyway, I like to lick a lemon lollipop in Littlehammer. Dan Rather. So anyway, remember like 6 months ago when we read the news article and we had to go find another one to make sure it wasn't fake about GM and Ford stopping making cars? Yep. Yeah. Mm, a bad uh, decision. Also, mm-hmm. do you
2: remember how I've said every day for like the last year that Mary Barra and Jim Hackett have no business in the automotive career field and that they should yes. just go work at Correct. like Correct. It or has something? come up a
0: bunch of times yes. since then. Anyway, I have uh, further proof now. That idea we thought was absolutely terrible. Turns out it was absolutely terrible, and Hyundai-Kia is very happy about it because they are selling a metric fuckpile more cars than they
1: used. Oh, good job, Hyundai! The thing
2: that irritates me the most about this is that my goddamn tax dollars had to bail out these two shit pile companies. I'm and their so CEOs.
1: Don't forget their so corporate irritated. structure. <laughs> Buy a Toyota or Yeah, or a
2: Hyundai or anything. Like, as a protest, (sighs) like, just don't buy a Ford.
0: There are numbers. Like, millennials like sedans. Yeah. They like them. We don't like, like, SUVs. I mean... Don't say we, unless you're talking about... You're going to like...
1: I don't uh, identify... you, you need to drive for Uber. You need to drive for Lyft because yeah. your job that you went to college for is not paying you enough. Correct. And you got to repay student loans. Mm-hmm. So you need a sedan because you have to have four doors. Well, it has to be newer than 2008. Like, boomers like,
0: still think that you can get out of high school and get a pensioned job that includes training yeah. and a really good salary easily. Yeah, and uh, they, they don't live in current reality where you need no. a college degree and it's extremely hard to get an unpaid internship, which might turn into a career, yeah. which yeah. is going to have a terrible salary and no I benefits. I
1: miraculously make this almost the same amount as my friend made, and she went to the U of M, particularly for mm-hmm. a degree in uh, ASL translation, and so she works for the state. She makes about when she graduated, she made $18 an hour, and I'm making 17
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like certainly like the first job, the first real job you get after you're done with your education, at least the first round, it doesn't really matter what your level of higher education was, if any. Yeah. But future income potential, it might. Yes. But it still seems like not really these days. It's you know.
2: one of those things where...
1: It's a toss of a coin.
2: If you, unless you're getting we a have degree and unless you have a degree in a STEM, in like a STEM curriculum,
0: like that's your, heads. Cool. I'm uh, going to say that that means yes.
2: Unless you're getting a degree in STEM, <laughs> like you're not actually going to make any money. I mean, right I have a friend that just got, she's graduating with a degree in photography.
0: I'm like oof oof. <laughs> I've turned the oof knob to big. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you're gonna
2: be, you're not gonna make any
0: money. I'm sorry. No, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a design major, and like I don't work in design. That would be suicide. I know. I, I, know. I have no major in anything, and
2: I get paid the same as somebody that and, would have a degree in yeah. photography. And, and you and, don't
0: have student loans.
1: Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to school for anthropology, and I'm teaching, and people are like, "Oh, why don't you go for teaching?" And I'm like. I would make less money. Yeah. Like oh, absolutely. I, I, they want my so this, specialty. <laughs> this is the
2: thing. Is I was looking at what I was doing with my wife and where I wanted to go and the career that I wanted to have.
0: And then you saw a picture of Modi? Well,
2: no. I was, oh. I was looking at that because I was actually going to college. And I said, is this amount of debt going to increase my pay mm-hmm. in this career field at all? Mm-hmm. And it will not. Yeah. And I'm like, am I going to gain any expertise? And I was like, I'd done all the classes I needed for like what I wanted to learn, as far as yeah. mm-hmm. creative writing, photography. Sure, you, know, you auto- absorbed what you needed yeah. to out of the classes. Asian but you history form to what yeah. they
0: needed to give you the paper yeah. exactly. Okay, yeah.
2: Because if I wanted to do that, like I was, I was looking at doubling my student loan debt, which yeah. was a total of six grand.
0: <sighs> Holy, that's okay.
2: Yeah, because I had to do student loans for everything. I'm like, I had to, sure. I, I would have to double that. That's sounds. Um, just to get a poorly. associates, yeah. which doesn't mean anything. Associates no. like, <laughs> it literally, it does not help you in any way. Like you need like a bachelor's to get. Any yeah, sort you have of actual to pretty
0: help. much enjoy whatever field you're in to yeah. do something like that. Which honestly, there's merit in that.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing is like, but I mean like, if you're going for like a degree that's actually gonna like, if you're going for chemistry and you're gonna be a chemist, uh-huh. or you're or you're gonna going for like physics and you're gonna work at CERN. Sure. Like yeah, that makes sense to get your doctorate. Yeah, well, I have to.
0: And not you got you need more information. Going too, usually,
2: but. to I'm not going to do that for anything automotive related at all. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And
0: should, how are we tying this back into buying sedans? Well,
2: I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my brain is like, I've got a really long tree of events, and my flowchart is running out of width on my ultra wide. Oh, yeah. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll bring it. I'll bring it back. <laughs> okay. But um, with, with the automotive career field, a lot of these people are, you know, like going for all these crazy degrees and they end up being a lube tech at a dealership
0: yeah, yeah. especially in the interim to like start paying stuff back because like you have like yeah. you can't just not be employed yeah and then sometimes that first employment like really screws you on your mm-hmm. subsequent stuff too like oh, oh yeah. we're not gonna hire you for manager you were a lube tech i'm like bro i had to yeah
2: <laughs> yeah like that's like, like <clears throat> i like AutoZone and then ma performance and all the stuff i've done like that's gotten me to the place that I am at in my career, where I'm happy, um, and I'm still moving forward, and I regret nothing.
1: Yeah, I'm um, the lube tech of the education field. I'm a, it's true, like, <laughs> but and they're like, "Float, you can't be a head teacher," and I'm get, like, "I am literally a head teacher half the time." Mm-hmm.
2: Get, getting back to this, <laughs> I'm versatile. All these, okay, all yeah. these kids are now say twenty, thirty thousand dollars in to student debt, which. Yeah. Like that's a realistic a amount for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Like and that, that's somebody we, that worked through college too. Yeah, we we know that there's obviously the extremes, but like your average is still a good sized car loan.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, these people are not going to be buying an SUV ever.
1: No. And of course
2: not. It's not because they don't want it, because A, they don't, because they live in the city. Well, they live on a budget, Yeah, so they factor
0: in fuel and all this other shit. But
2: They factor in fuel. They're used to a small car. By the time they're done paying off their small car, Mm -hmm. millennials don't have the whole small cars are an austerity purchase mindset to the degree that Gen Xers and boomers had. Mm -hmm. Because we didn't grow up with... The best cars in the world being some giant land yacht. Oh God, no! We grew up with the cool cars of the world being the small car, like when you were in high school, you wanted a Mercedes yeah. 190e. You didn't or want like the S class.
0: MR2. Yeah. Or a we Civic. wanted the you, small car. Wanted the lightweight four cylinder. So
2: Hyundai, racking up all these sales of sedans and stuff, while Ford's going to. That's just like in the 70s when Ford was making the LTD and the Corolla was selling gangbusters.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's that That was my point uh that we were getting, getting around to at the end of this whole uh long talk was that oh, cool. what they're doing is they're recreating the same issues that they had 40 years ago for a new generation
0: yeah i do actually kind of agree with that because people kind of go in cycles with their cars and it tends to grad gravitate more toward what you grew up with in yeah. form factor yeah so like I grew up in the 90s, therefore, like, I really dig 90s poster cars. Yeah. And I like the form factor of those cars, too, even if it's not the same car. Yeah. So if you grew up wanting a Civic two-door or whatever lightweight thing, yeah. and you're going to go buy a car now, I'm like, well, I can't get that, but I need something I can drive, but I still want, like, a small, light, four-cylinder car. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to buy a CUV.
2: And the thing is, is this moving into more CUVs, the CUVs are getting the mom effect that minivans had. And I just don't see CUVs, like, having any way of being, of overcoming that. Because a minivan was able to overcome that because it was so utilitarian, and kids oh. would get it, and then they'd start lowering yep. it, modifying it. We, we got them right. from
1: our moms. Yeah.
2: Like, that's why van culture is around, because they are utilitarian. They are a the CU- most
0: practical vehicle.
2: A CUV. A CUV driver will see somebody with a minivan, which is better. A CUV driver will see somebody with a real 4x4, yeah. which is better. They're not going to aspire to own a better CUV. Right. Because like the, You just don't do that.
0: People buying these, as much as their appliances and A to B purchases, the, they do care more about what they're in than a CUV buyer.
2: The person buying the Elantra aspires to buy a Genesis. Yeah, probably. The person buying a CUV aspires to own A Bronco, like a '72 Bronco. That's what your end game is. You want the cool thing or a a a G-Wagon? You don't. I don't. You're not. But that's the thing is that that doesn't have an end game that goes to a better product. Right. That is an end game that goes to something completely different.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, people people that buy these have an end game. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Whereas if you buy or lease a CUV, honestly, let's be real. Yeah. Your end game is to lease CUVs until you die. And you're.
2: It's not you have no sort of brand loyalty at all, and that's
0: pretty much yeah. Oh yeah, you're 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 a feature buyer. it's like comparing an HP and a Dell laptop at Best Buy. Like
2: you're 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 willing to you're willing to take you know the the 800 L to switch from Mm -hmm. a Ford to a Toyota because Toyota has. What's my
0: payment going to be?
2: Yeah, or like it's the payment might go up, but now Toyota's got the pop up like, holographic 3D GPS that, like, comes out of the What right.
1: well, like, What's the power spec option here?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clevo, make cars, please. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> there is no power spec <laughs> option of SUVs. Um, speaking of small, fun cars yes. that millennials like, like mm-hmm. we grew up with the small, not fun car, instead of go. being a Tercel, being a Toyota Echo. Correct. Well, yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: 99 so or 2000, whatever it the was. The beautiful
2: thing about these cars is these cars are very light. Um, and yeah. the beautiful thing about the nation of, or of Puerto Rico is that Puerto Rico has a tendency to make anything and everything fast. And Jana, you love small beige coupes.
1: I do. I love ugly colored coupes.
2: I think you're onto something.
1: I am onto something.
2: The new world record for the world's fastest 2ZZ powered car, which is Toyota's performance (laughs) from the the 2000s, is a beige Toyota Echo
0: Coupe. I love that it's hearing aid beige.
2: Sponsored by Turbo Sandwich.
1: Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Who uh, says we don't have fun? Oh,
1: you know what he looks like? He looks like Experiment 625 or whatever the sandwich-making experiment yes, is. Yes, he does. From... He looks
2: just like the sandwich-making experiment I'll from send you Lilo a link and Stitch. Of... Um, but anyway, it this car ran an 11.22 at 121.99 miles per hour, which doesn't sound that fast. No,
0: that sounds pretty quick. <clears throat> it's all motor. Yeah.
2: It's not turboed, and it did that. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, a
0: TZZ, um, which we love anyway.
2: It was built by some dude in Puerto Rico. Like this is great. This is totally. I don't guess it just doesn't have like, a rotary oh. in it if it's in Puerto Rico. I know, right? Honestly. That's shocking. <laughs> um, so I had to do some research here on what Turbo Sandwich was because I I, I could not know. Um, Turbo Sandwich is a food truck in uh, yeah, Puerto Rico, and yeah, it's in it's in uh, I forgot what town in Puerto Rico they operate out of. But this guy average of 4.7 stars on Google. Nice. So, if you are listening and you have tried Turbo Sandwich in Puerto Rico, please let us know. We are keen to know. We might even have to go, go to Puerto Rico pictures. and have some. That'd be yeah. lovely. Maybe
0: we can go there on the way to Cuba. Yeah, yes. I, I
2: would be like totally. I'm super
0: down to go to Cuba.
2: I am extra enough to fly to Puerto Rico just to have Turbo Sandwich.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I... yeah. I, I, a couple years ago, when I was visiting somebody in Philly, I'm like, we need to do the $500 sushi roll. Or the $600 sushi roll. Because you heard about the $100 hamburger, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to get in my plane and fly out to whatever and get a burger. I'm like, Worth no, the- no, no. I want to fly to Philly, take the train to New York, eat sushi, and then go back. And <laughs> just do that. No <laughs> hotels, no cars, no nothing.
2: Well, we, we do the Waffle House <laughs> I trip, know. which and is that's pretty extra. We, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we drive two, literally three half states, a day. Three states to go eat at Waffle House, get Christy Cream, and drive back.
0: Yeah, it's 400 and. It's, it's the four, same. Four hundred miles, I think. Each it is way. the
2: same distance as Chicago. Yes.
0: Yeah, but Chicago does not have a Waffle House.
2: Um, our Japanese cars the best, is what a uh, chat
0: member said, and yes, it is true. They are. Nah. Once upon a time, yeah. Now everything's ridiculously good.
2: What we can say is American cars are the worst.
0: though. Yeah, yeah. Ameri- don't buy an American yeah, car. Yeah, we don't. Unless have a best. you buy a Tesla, I guess that's okay. We
2: have a best. Well, EVs don't count. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, EVs, oh, oh. Sorry. EVs don't count. <clears throat> American cars are the worst. Everything except for American cars is generally better. Stay away from Volkswagen. Krispy Kreme is spelled with a K there.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um, Yeah, try not to. I do want to acknowledge Chad as much as I can, but we also have to keep her rolling here.
2: We should. uh, I really wish we had. Well, I guess Jan Jan is doing
1: homework. I'm not doing. I'm trying to get a picture of Ruben in the. There we go. So I put a picture of Ruben. Remember when
0: McLaren put a giant piece of polycarbonate in the door of a car and called it the Sienna? What? What? Yeah, named after Ayrton oh, oh, Senna. Oh, Senna. Ayrton Senna. Like a Toyota Senna. Oh. oh, okay, yes. Anyway, so that was kind of a brainchild of gordon murray to an extent okay. gordon murray should be very familiar to you if you know about the mclaren f1 yes i'm, which I'm my familiar opinion, with him yes. best street car ever produced if
2: i'm not mistaken he also did some stuff actually with f1 as oh well. yeah yes. oh yes yes,
0: yeah. yes 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 he's been he's been very in the heat of it and the thick of it since the early 90s yeah. um probably even earlier than that so the senna wasn't his project though that was just a car he worked on that was like having a uh, a, oh pro- a proton with suspension by lotus one second pause okay. on
2: this we have to go back to the last <clears> topic because jam finally got a photo of the experiment from lilo and stitch that makes sandwiches and yes it does look just like that yeah. that uh toyota echo um if you just go up to the podcast notes
0: we're gonna throw it on the screen everybody will see what we're talking about i have to chat real quick oh, <sighs> damn it <clears throat> damn it you gotta prep me for shit like that man you can't just say my it.
1: sienna is silver by the way
0: what what's the name, what's the name of this experiment again? Is is uh, it's, his
1: name's Ruben. It's, After a sandwich. It's experiment six twenty five. Six twenty five.
0: Yeah, and he he's just. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna have to show notes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So there. That's Ruben.
2: That's Ruben. He
0: is. an <laughs> It's experiment.
2: from a
1: very <laughs> old cartoon, so that I can. It's, it's from Lilo and Stitch. It's from the Lilo
2: and Stitch TV show. It looks like Stitch. Yeah. So he's he's from the same planet. So yeah. Yeah. Stitch is actually experiment six twenty six. So anyway. Mazda. A Mazda 626. Yeah. A, Mazda Le- a Mazda
0: Stitch? Yeah. yeah Mazda if, Stitch. if
2: anybody has a Mazda 626 and you don't have the vanity plate Stitch, <clears throat> you're playing yourself. So, oh, my God. We need to text Ian right now and tell him <laughs> to get that vanity plate of Stitch. Because he's got a 626 wagon. No, I hell, also,
1: man. I know, my, my bestest friend in the world, Joel, has a 626 team.
0: <laughs> it's be a fight to the death.
1: Anyway.
2: So Gordon Murray, I'm sorry. I totally derailed this. That is
0: just fine. So, <laughs> as I was saying, the McLaren Senna was a project he worked on, but it wasn't his brainchild. It's a lot like it was a
1: collaboration. you know,
0: handling by Lotus on a different brand or something like that where you have insight but you don't generate the platform or anything crucial. So, mm-hmm. Gordon Murray, 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 Gordon Murray. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Listen to
0: Gordon Murray. Don't worry, I won't um, say anything. Cool. Um, the last to to car he, come. like, ground to top did was the McLaren F1 back yeah. in oh, 1995. Okay. He now has a new ready for production vehicle, and it's got some unique qualities. It looks, the looks like a McLaren one, F1 with a fan on the end. Being a 12,000 <laughs> rpm like Cosworth V12. That's and, very cool. And a very large fan at the back, which you pointed out, which actually sucks air from underneath the car and blows it out the back at an accelerated rate to generate downforce without wings. And the benefit there cool. is you don't generate drag the same way as you would on... Yes. It. Yeah. So. That's very cool. It's, it's pretty neat. And honestly, 12,100 RPM. I also
1: 12.
2: really appreciate the fact that this... Shares a lot of the design language of the F one. It does.
0: That's it's really got huge. Some four five eight to it, but
2: no, it's it's got the the windows. It's got the back, all mm-hmm. the windows, the back and the front well, it's like windows. Well, SVX, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's got the back windows with the split back window. Mm-hmm. It's got the same uh, pillar structure and everything. Like that's got mclaren f1 all over it and I'm even like this the
0: that. scalloped door here for aero and everything like that and instead
2: of using some dumb turbocharged something or other it just uses
0: a big grunty v12 not even I that 3.9 liter
2: yeah big grunty naturally v12.
0: aspirated but yeah 650 horse same power rating as the mclaren f1 just a lot more revs with that bmw engine that it was using. i really
2: wish that this was a 12 <clears throat> liter v12 that ran that made that don't much.
0: worry koenigsegg will probably do it i would like to see a car that's <laughs>
2: got a thousand horsepower per liter mm-hmm. one rpm per cc
0: oh geez <laughs> that would be an interesting topic like what <laughs> engines have one rpm per cc like
2: that would be very cool because th- that is i think that's more exciting c6
0: z06 thousand rpm seven liters
2: yeah like that's really cool i think that's more exciting to me than actually having a car that's fast <laughs> like, i would rather have, i like big engines that rev high like that's very
0: cool. Hold on, just a second. Are you what? Are I'm, you, gonna, what? I'm just gonna write it down. Yeah, I just look up, for, look up stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's one cc per engine rpm engines. <laughs> like that sounds more <clears throat> exciting than
2: power because anyway, you can make a hundred horsepower per liter. Like that's just like to be expected today, but now you have to make a hundred horsepower per liter and one rpm per cc.
0: I, yeah, I guess I don't really have much of a follow up to that. Because
2: all right, because. This is the thing. If you have, like, a one-liter engine, mm. you have only 1,000 RPM to make 100 It better be, like, 10 horsepower. liters, then. But, no, that, that's what I mean. It's like, if you have, like, a one-liter engine, it, that means you only have 1,000 RPM, in which you can then make 100 horsepower per liter at super low RPM. It sounds hilarious. Like, that's a great... It sounds like a
0: tugboat, Ryan. Yeah, but,
2: but a very
0: powerful one. Well, actually, I really love tugboats, so yeah,
2: I guess Yeah, like really that'd be really <laughs> fun. Also, tugster... Dot com. That is a blog about
0: tugboats. I don't believe you. And <laughs> I'm not recommending that anyone go to Tugster.com. Here, I'll, I'll go it to sounds, Tugster. It sounds poorly. It does sound poorly, but it's a tugboat blog about <laughs> tugboats in New York City. Is that City. like Dunk Snob? No, it, the, the dude uh he Aww. Tugster.com is available for purchase.
2: Oh, it's probably t- Tugster.wordpress.com. Just type in Tugster on Google. Um
0: Dude, that is insane. <laughs> and somebody just has like a tug. Oh, and anyway, it's probably run by Russell Crowe for all we know. God. Oh, I come tuggers.
1: Yeah, it's tugster.wordpress.com. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I still don't recommend you go there, but if it is it's actually about tugboats. It's a blog. Okay, that's pretty cute.
2: Look at it, it's all about tugboats. I'll, I'll put it on the screen.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: Isn't that it cool? It's like the best blog. It's so wholesome.
0: <laughs> no, the best blog is Dunk Snob.
2: Yourself oh wow, somewhere. this looks like There's trash. Merch. They have merch. I would totally buy oh my god. I'm totally just buying these pictures of tugboats. Yeah, honey, I would love this as a Hanukkah gift. I would absolutely love to be able What's Donk Wait. Snob?
0: You don't follow Donk Snob?
2: Is it like a guy like just He like,
0: he evaluates user submissions of donk picks. Hell yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Apparently, he got bought up by Bankshift or whatever. But like, he has like articles on each one of these submissions. I love about like why it's super cool or why it's super. Wild. I'm
2: actually really into that. That's super. So cool. anyway,
0: I yeah, fine. Go to. I, I would like Tugster. the I would like the Tugster
2: calendar. Word I has, will put that up at work. That will be behind uh, my desk at work.
1: But <laughs> like going off of blogs, there's uh, shitty car mods on Tumblr. Oh yeah, yeah. I love following it's that one on Reddit one. too. And I, I. I love when somebody reblogs it. It's like, OP, change your URL.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a link that will stay blue for me. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Um, (sighs) Anyway, so we've all heard stories about this, but the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a third pedal. (laughs) 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 Yes. These car thieves carjacked a man. And they tried to, like, they, they, carjacked him at gunpoint, and they kicked him out of the car, and they tried to get away, and they couldn't. <laughs>
0: Is that a manual transmission. I just think <laughs> of the noises that come out of these and cars as they try to get away, too. The guy's sitting there, oh, God, and he,
2: because family. they were too busy trying to get it, he reaches and grabs his phone out of the car and calls the police. The police come while they're, They have guns, and they could have shot him, and they are too busy trying to get away with a car, like, shifting, they're just, like, breaking everything, and the police come and arrest them. Very fun.
1: Okay, if you don't drive a manual, you have to at least learn how to get to second gear, because then you can can at least drive on the city streets. Yeah, Yeah. you
2: can get away in the city going 55 miles an hour. Starting is the only hard part of a manual, but yeah, second at least teaches you to shift. Yeah. But that's the thing, is O.J. O- Simpson got away from the police mm-hmm. without going over 55 miles an hour. If O.J. can do it, so can you. Yeah. Um, there you
0: go. That should be a carpeted rubber sticker. <laughs> <laughs> if O.J. can do it, so can you. <laughs> Yes.
2: That would actually them. be a really good bumper sticker, and then have like a Bronco with a
0: bunch of police cars behind it. And then fifty-five <laughs> a speedometer, a speedometer next to it, like yes. the '90s Ford speedometer. Yes. just Super simple.
2: I think we should actually. I'm gonna make that. that. So I was c- trying to he kill was it with. Sketching cover- when I
1: was using this computer. We're he was promoting sketching.
2: people doing the speed limit. I was. Yeah. I was actually. I was um, sketching <laughs> out ideas for Carburage t-shirts, and that that's yeah. gonna be one now. Is I had one that was running of a Dusenberg and said uh, dingy intensifies.
0: <laughs> I would totally rock if OJ could do it. So can yeah. you, 55 mph T-shirt.
1: Yes. That imagine that will...
0: getting pulled over wearing
1: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. It's You're like, white, what so are you okay. wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. give that shirt to Mocha. I'm
0: not. I'm not it's immune good. to being oh. ticketed still, but. Um, all right. So. At least you don't get shot. Also, thank you, Honda North America, for providing the image of this stick yes. shift.
2: Yeah, and for giving us a manual transmission. Seriously. But that was that was a, it was a quick topic. Yep, I just wanted fine. to say that. <laughs> that's I, end d- of it. But every I'm,
0: time we see that, I'm fine with bringing it up yeah. because it is still true. <laughs> um, so funny. Do you guys remember back? I think it was about 2000. Or something like that, when uh, Chrysler took their LX platform, so the 300C and the Charger, yes. and they made the Magnum, that wagon thing out of it. Yes. That
2: also, can we talk about I cars have... that uh, revived a name and were better than the
0: original version? What originally had the Magnum name? The Dodge Magnum. I don't remember that. It was
2: their NASCAR from the. Really? From right in the heart of the Moyes. So it was like 79 to 82. Hmm. And it was. Absolutely. Was it a wagon? No, it was oh. a coupe that was very heavy. and Sounds had terrible. arrow headlights, and somehow was slower than the car. It was somehow slower than Welcome like to the Dodge. I think it. Was like, I think it actually replaced the Dodge Murata. I might be wrong, but either way, that car was piss slow and won nothing. It sucked. <laughs> so yeah, the Dodge, the original <clears throat> Dodge Magnum blew ass. The newer Dodge Magnum was great because it was a. V8 it was a wagon. wagon. Yeah,
0: well, V8. they never offered a manual with it, but at least you could get the optional 5.7 V8 in it. Um, The vast majority of these things were the 3.5-liter boring-ass Intrepid V6. All automatics, but you could get that 5.7-liter Gen 5 Hemi in it. The reason why I'm bringing this vehicle up, it's a wagon, but that's not why. Um, Some lunatic, and by that I mean an excellent person, took the six-speed manual transmission out of a Challenger SRT, Okay. They took a 6.4 liter late model SRT8 Hemi Perfect. out of a similar vehicle, and they jammed it into a Magnum, and it is Post now for sale.
2: Magnum that looks way better.
0: Yeah, and that's I think that's so cool. yeah, that that might even be a Charger front end that they got stapled onto that thing. That, but
2: yeah, it's a Charger front bumper. Yeah. yeah, But that's
0: awesome. But I mean, that's like the CTSV that didn't exist. Well, can, the CTSV competitor that can you can you put
2: a. Dodge, can you put the doors from the Dodge Charger on the Magnum?
0: I bet you could do the front one. I know all the fenders and hood and stuff just bolt over. You can put a Chrysler 300 front end on one of those.
2: Because the Dodge Charger is those cool doors with the little <clears throat> slit in them. That mm, doesn't make that sense. That scallop. It probably doesn't could. look good in the charger, but I think it look really great
0: on a Magnum. Yeah. Well, like even this, you can't really tell that the doors are probably from 2004, and this is probably from 2011. Like, yeah, it it matches pretty well. No, I
2: think the Magnum was a great looking car, and like, that was
0: definitely my favorite Dodge product. Big SRT brakes on it, big SRT wheels. Like this thing is pretty rad. I mean, it doesn't have a great interior, but mm. it's you know it's a Dodge from the era. God,
2: that shifter looks awful. Yeah,
0: it's not not super great. I mean, you, you have. Struggles integrating stuff, and uh, Dodge really does have their CAN bus system and can, vehicle modules locked down. So I can
2: it, This feel, would be hard to do. I can feel every piece of that interior squeaking. Oh, as yeah. I touch, it's hard ABS oh, plastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all those little acrylic mm-hmm. glass pieces squeak together every yeah. time you hit a bump. Oh,
0: it's all taken out of a caravan. Oh, it's bad. But it does have a 392 and a six-speed. <clears throat> so, uh yeah, I would still probably drive this. You know what?
2: I'm not going to lie. So... I actually, I think it was MNCC's Minneapolis Mile or something mm-hmm. this year. I saw a Dodge where somebody, it was like of this era, like the mid-2000s Dodge, and somebody had taken all of the hard plastics and they just put a layer of vinyl over it, of black vinyl. Mm-hmm. And it improved the vehicle so much. It
1: probably
0: made it fit tightly so it didn't rattle.
2: But no, I mean like... <laughs> Like, they, they didn't put any padding behind or anything. They mm-hmm. just put vinyl over it. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, you know, sure. in, like the vinyl you would use to cover a seat with. Mm-hmm. And it felt so much better inside. And like
0: Weird. Are you telling me that soft touch materials feel better than hard plastics in a car? I'm
2: saying that you can probably improve the quality of any car with hard plastic interior. Like, any car where we complain about the interior. Like, a 2005 Ford Mustang... Is uh. probably hundred percent better if you spend eight hundred bucks, take every body panel off or every interior panel off, and send it to top stitch and have them just cover it in vinyl and then put it all back on.
0: Yeah, eight hundred bucks of most things,
2: and you'll probably improve the car five thousand dollars worth of value. Maybe just by I mean, making the interior Mustang, better. So, eh. But that's the thing yeah. is that my big gripe about that Mustang is the interior is, the interior is so dreadful, and that's the thing I like But deal it's the same the
0: platform as like the twenty ten Mustangs. You could literally just bolt a new mm. Mustang interior into it. That's and nice. Doors. Stuff. It all I fits.
1: I do have to mention one of my parents went from a Dodge, whatever sedan, I don't care. Charger, to, probably. Yeah, probably a Charger, to a uh, Buick Riviera.
2: Not Riviera, Regal. Oh, Regal. Regal. Whatever yeah. the wagon is. It
1: yeah, should be something. The
0: Cross Tour, the new one? Yeah. yeah. Those one. things are sweet.
1: I it's saw them. They're so one. pretty. They're it's so beautiful. It's such a great car. If you pull
0: the cladding off that thing, it's so sexy. You're like,
1: oh, they got a new white car. And I was like, okay. And then I looked out the window and I was like, here, here oh. is
0: here is a, a top tip. How do we get to Buick making the coolest car? I, I, here, where? This is the I like thing. How? This is the thing. Here's a top a car no, triage, no. Another carvotage <laughs> top tip. Might be the last
2: one for 2019. Mm, maybe. Um, if you are purchasing a vehicle and you need to have an automatic transmission, get the Buick Regal Cross Tour Wagon. Yeah. That is the best car you can get that has an automatic transmission in it. Because you can't get a manual. And of all the cars that don't mm-hmm. have a manual available in it, that one is by default
0: the best. Because it is the most wagon. Yeah. And yeah. it, it's, really, it's really, really attractive. It's yeah. a very so beautiful great. wagon. Yeah, now right, I'm glad right. I get to grid. see
1: that every day instead of a Kia Soul and oh, a Dodge totally. Charger.
0: Every time yeah. I see one of those Buick wagons, I'm like, that is that is, yeah, that is just fine. So, this week at work, uh-huh. I yesterday.
2: Uh um, <laughs> yesterday i got depressing very <laughs> spicy mexican food for lunch and so i was in the restroom okay um and i had some time on my hands were you on, on japlopnik no <laughs> no You've actually because I, I i, I <laughs> yeah, we really should um i i wasn't i'm sorry I was actually on hot rod yes. and they had an interview with Dax Shepard.
1: Oh my gosh. Cause
2: he's on the new, uh, the, top gear.
1: The love um,
2: yes. And we don't deserve him because he said, this is a quote from him. They asked what kind what sums up your car collection? And he said, I mostly like awkward, weird stuff. That's fast. And by the judging of, Eric's face. He has just discovered Dak Shepherd's car no! collection.
0: No! Japlopnik is taken. What does it go to? I don't know. Is it a
2: blog about pooping?
0: Maybe I bought it and didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It doesn't go to anything right now. Eh, you
2: might you
1: probably bought it in a in a drunken stupor.
2: Or maybe Piss bought it because you bought all of his domain eh, names for his name. Allegedly. Um anyway. So Dak Shepherd, if you're not familiar with his car collection, he's got a uh, Lincoln
0: Continental. I think it's got what, gen? Uh, I guess sixty-three. It's a it Kennedy- says
1: sixty-seven I- right up there.
0: Oh, sorry, sixty-seven. But well, so yeah, but I haven't, a, I haven't turned on the screen. That's
2: Can't a, a that's a it's a Kennedy
0: special. So it's it's a sixty-seven. So it's a suicide door. Yeah. Those are rad. I would own yeah. one of those. So he's got one of those. With the modern Ford V eight in it. Uh, oh yeah, I've seen that car. Yeah, it's got he's, a TIBC five liter. Yeah,
2: it. he's also got a um, ninety four Buick Roadmaster. With a modern LT1. Well,
0: that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's white with wood cladding on it. Somebody else bought that domain. Oh, nuts. (laughs) Screw you, people who listened to this and bought it.
2: Anyway, um, yeah, so he's also got a 94 Buick Roadmaster with wood cladding on the doors. I don't like that that, as much. But, I mean, it's got a modern LT1. So it's still, when people say, what do you own? I own a Buick Roadmaster, the LT1. They're expecting an absolute pile of shit. And he's got modern brakes, modern wheels, modern engine. It just, all, all the things say LT1. It looks like, on paper, it looks like a totally normal Buick Roadmaster.
0: I mean, great. I just, if it was, like, done by Icon, I think I would care more. But the fact that it was just, like, done by a dude at a shop or something, I'm just like, eh, I don't really care.
2: Right, he actually probably took it somewhere like that. But, no, he want, his whole thing was he wanted it to look like a normal, just grandpa spec. Buick I'm not going to appreciate the sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what he built it for, is to be a sleeper. Um, because he gets in all sorts of trouble with his other vehicles. Allegedly.
0: Yeah. Allegedly. Oh,
1: he agrees with you. I'm not dying to give something pre 40s or get in to drive something pre 40s. Yeah.
0: Like 1940s?
1: Yeah.
2: I can't think of a, well, that's not true. I'm not dying to get, drive something that's pre 40s. Like most of you, I like, most everything you put gas, in. I'm super into motorcycles. I'm really into off road, and I like classic cars. I'm eclectic taste in classic cars. I generally like when people take a car that no one else recognizes cool and make it cool.
1: Hmm.
2: We don't deserve a celebrity like this.
0: Roadmasters, everyone thinks is cool though.
2: Yeah, and but,
0: 67 Continentals also. Well, yeah, but, even people that hate American cars love the 67 Continental. Well,
2: everybody loves the 67 Continental. Yeah, but his whole thing is is like he uh, he appreciates cars. That people don't really like. Like, he had sure. a 76 Pontiac Catalina, which is an objectively awful vehicle. He had 84 Mustang. Like, he's had really, really cool cars in his history. Um, he's also sober. He's a really cool guy. His daily driver is the E63. Married to Kristen Bell. Yeah. He, his daily driver is the
0: E63 AMG wagon. His daily driver is Kristen Bell. What? Yes. Yes. But <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. No, this guy's got like really cool. I'm excited cars. for the show
0: mainly like, because. Grand Tour is only giving us two episodes per year now. What? Well, they're retired. They're
2: very old now. Two
0: episodes a year. So we need more Top Gear, thank yeah. you. Yeah,
2: so I'm super into this. Um, he liked the idea of a Continental GTS, but he didn't get it. He thought it was stupid um, once he, like actually really started to get into them. So he's looking to get a uh, K5 Blazer next. He's just a really cool car enthusiast. Like, he has awesome vehicles. Um, he really wants to build a B-body Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. this, guy's, this guy's everything Tucker wanted. How much wants. is Tucker fapping right I know. Now. This, this, guy's a everything, lot. this guy's everything <laughs> Tucker wants in a man. Um, <laughs> like, we just don't deserve him. Oh, my land. See, <laughs> yeah,
1: now Ryan's he's... on the same page. Of, like, I told him about Dak Shepard, like, <sighs> a while ago, and he's like, okay, cool, dismissed it. And now he's like on his jaw. Wow. Yeah. He's got
2: a thousand horsepower LS3 sandrail. Yeah, everyone
0: does. <laughs> this is great. Uh, but anyway, a so thousand horsepower in LS is just a. I assume all Gen Four small blocks now make a thousand.
2: But horsepower. he, do you know want sandrail? Is
0: yeah, of course I know yeah. what a sandrail so is. They all have a thousand horsepower. They all have small blocks.
2: That's awesome,
0: though. That's yeah, like, great, cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I like his big body GM stuff more.
2: But the thing is. He's actually a famous actor that does this stuff, and he could have totally just been driving a whatever Tesla.
0: Sure. I mean, he's cooler than me, for sure.
2: Well, no, I mean, not, like, driving a Tesla in a cool way, but just driving a Tesla because, like, it's eco-friendly. He could be Tom Cruise in his life away, just being a fucking dweeb. I do see
0: people that uh, it's not worth getting into, I guess, but... Anyway. I'm
1: more interested to... To, to hear your topic. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's it? talk um, about your
0: thing. We we could have a meeting with Dak Shepard in this meeting room. Good news! Somebody has taken a pretty early model Euro. We'll call that probably an eighty-eight, one ninety E, and they've they've put like a velour cushion around where the that. doors used to I be on the right really side, bad. and they put four houndstooth front seats in it. Yeah, in kind of a limousine cluster formation and this. they cut the floor out so your your feet are on the wood floor but it's like a meeting room a high-end meeting room made out of a W201
1: that's great Yeah. and
0: I just want to talk about how awesome that is
1: that is amazing I mean, that I, is so awesome
0: I'm, I'm sure it was a serviceable car but like yeah. this, is, this is pretty great Th-
1: this is a great use of a Mercedes yeah so also,
0: I, I really want that. There's
2: some. I, I really want that, Just the chassis of that car. Like, that's a really clean 190. It's a really clean 190.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like that's just, that's awesome. Can we just
1: take this I'm sure and put it a floor back On back on. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it doesn't doesn't have a trans tunnel anymore, so we'd probably have to make it electric. Yeah. That's and like right. maybe an put a electric... back in it.
2: This would be perfect.
0: Mm. It'd have to be autonomous.
1: Yeah.
2: I love this idea. I can make an, an electric Mercedes 190 vis-a-vis.
0: Anyway, I anyway, regret what, bringing up what, this topic. One second. I
2: Sorry, I have to hit the pre-war bell. That was a pre-war style of car, much like a Cooper sedan, where the driver sits behind the passenger, and the passengers face the driver. That
0: has a bar in the boot as well. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a great yeah, This Yeah,
1: this is a, it needs to be an autonomous meeting room.
0: Oh, it's so cool. I love this so much. Yeah, I, I like when people do clever shit like that.
1: Yeah. Anyway. It's so fun.
0: That is quite fun.
2: Now Haggerty, uh-huh. um, I love Haggerty so much. We know. Um, it's fine. They have they did their bull market list. Okay. Last year. They me... uh, like Dak Shepherd's cars, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, car. Yeah. Entire car collection. I see a
0: Roadmaster wagon. Yeah. And it, it, an E9 and an AW11 and a this, C4. These and a are the Fox cars from,
2: These are the cars for their twenty it, from their. Wait. Oh, sorry. This is for the twenty nineteen. Dude, wait, so
0: they, they have wait. They have a 996.1 cab on there, uh, no or is yes, that a Boxster? That's a Boxster. Look at the front end. What's going on with this front end? I don't know. But so they went it through all their cars. Me. Either way, that's wrong. These oh, are t 10. So what's
2: I'm like, <laughs> gonna go through the cars that are on this list. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't scroll down. This I'm is not gonna. Right. I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. So on this list, you have yeah a 3.0 CSL.
0: Yep. BMW E9. Yep.
2: You have the Porsche Boxster. As you stated. 986. Yep. You have the Saline Fox Body Mustangs.
0: With aero front end. Yes. Uh,
2: you have the uh, C4 Grand Sport Corvette. You have
0: <laughs> utter silence. It was deafening. You I have, like the ZR1 a lot more than yeah. the Grand Sport.
2: Uh, you have the 2004, the 2007 WRX STI. The mm-hmm. Blob-Eye. Yep. The
0: Blob-Eye is the most And I think that's an early Hawkeye in 07 That as would well. also be. 07
2: yep. uh, would be the Hawkeye as well. Uh, you have the 85, 85 to
0: 89 MR2s, first shown. Ah, tone. yes. Uh, you have the Ram SRT10. Hell yeah. The only V10 pickup with a manual. Yep.
2: You have the pre-OJ era Bronco, yes. uh, the 80
1: to 86. Oh, I want one of those in baby blue so bad.
2: It'd uh, <laughs> be a real, like that one, right? <clears throat> 80, yeah. baby blue on one, That's two-tone. what happens yeah. if
0: you take one to a racetrack, it ends up sideways.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Pontiac G8 GXP, specifically. Manual. One? Yep. Yep. Uh, Roadmaster Estate Wagon. Hell yeah. That's uh, identical to Dak Shepard's in that photo.
0: And Rutledge Woods.
2: Yes. Um, so those were the cars that they were saying were going to be on the bull market list for 2019. The cars that They're they are wrong were,
0: about the Boxster. Well, they were talking about their
2: cars <laughs> and what if they thought they were cars they would put their money on going up in value. Mm-hmm. So let's go down this list. I'm going to read it. You guys guess on if it went up in value. Okay. okay. All right. 72 to 75 BMW 3.0 CSL.
0: Actually, I'm going to say no. I think that went down over the last year. You think
2: it went down? What do you think? Do you think that, that BMW, that teal one, went down in value? Um, it's extremely rare extremely and extremely expensive. Rare. So here, I feel like
1: it just 2008, s- was stagnant.
2: It's 2008 value was $271,143 oh, yeah. in oh, number two condition. you're
0: talking a race car then. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's a number two condition. That's also a race car. Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: so, stagnant
2: stagnant and you think it went down
0: well like road cars went down i know for sure but that is definitely an actual race car and those probably went up
2: uh they actually didn't move because none of them were sold (gasps) is correct Hmm. there was not one sold in 2019 because everybody
1: loved
0: theirs
2: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah they're all racing them the 1997 to 2004 porsche boxster did that go up in value or go down stagnant um in 2000, September two thousand eighteen, its value was fifteen thousand three hundred and ninety-three dollars in bullcrap. excellent condition. That's an excellent condition. That's Even still, just shy that's way shi- too it's high. just shy of Concours, Flawless. None of those actually exist in that condition. Right. <laughs> um so you think it went stagnant and you think No, went, I
1: said I it went down. You think it went down, you
2: I think, think it's it was stagnant. stagnant. Yeah. Actually went up a little bit. Okay. It went up thirteen percent. Uh it's $17,386 for one in flawless condition. Uh, that's not concourse, but still effectively flawless. I don't agree with
1: flawless. That. Why are people that? I had one. Much? It was
0: very hard to sell it. Yeah. Well, it, that's the seven. You know?
2: I, I think what they're looking at here is like the ones that are in very good condition, sure, with the I most desirable, yeah, like, yeah. But the best one you can get. Who wants that? Yeah, like <laughs> a
0: mint '04s celebration, maybe.
2: I think, Jan, the question of who wants that is this is the person who owns. A 996 GT3 is very close to losing their shirt on their car, okay. and they want another Porsche that they can actually enjoy.
0: Okay. 996 GT3s are exploding in value. But you know what I mean, though.
2: Like, somebody they don't want to drive it around. They don't want right. to drive it around and ruin it. Somebody right. that's got a, col- a a very cool Porsche that's a collector, and they need something that's a driver's it, car.
0: Honestly, that that generation of Boxster, it is impossible to buy a convertible with that level of anywhere near that level of hardware for that kind of money. Yeah. it's But there are reasons why they're cheap.
2: Yeah, uh, that's a very good point. Uh, but yeah, that that one only went up a little bit. They were su- surprised how little it did. I wasn't. Um, the 84 Ooh. to 93 Fox Body Saline cars in 2018 were $27,987 in excellent condition. Do you think they went up, went down, or stayed stagnant? Down. Down. Went up. Hmm. 10%. I don't know nothing about They're $30, that. They're $30,000. Yeah, those... uh. Those Fox bodies are going through a moment right now. That's a very good car to invest in. Um, <laughs> the nineteen ninety six Chevy Corvette Grand Sport. That one dead center. Down. Boomers love it. <clears throat> Boomers love it. Love it. Janice says it went down. Did, do you think it went up? Eric, I or think, you think it went down? up. Yeah. That one actually lost two, uh, $2,100 in value, Janice. am doing better you, at this game you, than you are?
1: <laughs> this <laughs> well, is a cor- fun game. I like this. I think your perspective is
0: probably just better. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I don't know. I want a ZR1, so I'm going to say that that lost. <laughs> or, no, I said it appreciated. I don't even remember.
2: Well, the the correct answer is, wrong. as I've always said, the best Corvette is the cheapest Corvette.
0: Or a C4 ZR1. Because at the
2: end of the day, n- Neither none of their Corvettes are ever any good at anything. They always suck.
0: <laughs> They're just cheap. <laughs> Oof. Um I mean, that's a bit out there, but
2: Anyway, 2004 to 2007
1: Impreza WRX STI. This is bye. tricky cuz a lot of like high schoolers are into this vehicle. That is
0: true. But super nice ones? STIs. But super nice yeah.
1: ones, I think they went up because of all the the shitty high school I ones. think so
0: too because you can't find one yeah so try in, to find a stock to 07 STI <laughs> in 2018 <laughs> yeah, right.
2: it was $28,240 holy crap in September. that's a that, that's for excellent condition for a very good blah by STI I would entirely believe yeah, it me too mm-hmm. uh, a good car. you can still get a shitty one for 15 yeah. um in 2019 Thirty-three thousand eight hundred twenty dollars. I already
0: forgot the first number.
2: It went up twenty
0: percent. Okay, cool. Yes. Thank you.
1: You gotta you gotta tell us because we, we both can't we we, we yeah, don't have. I'm like have a goldfish. My
0: sensory store or whatever that is can hold like three three yeah. numbers. All right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <clears throat> Eighty-five to
2: eighty-nine MR2 up. I'm just gonna up, say up because I love it. So, 2018 average condition for the most desirable supercharged one was twelve thousand seventy one dollars in excellent cheap. condition. It's a very, very cheap vehicle. I would absolutely buy one right now. Like Yeah,
0: buy if you can get an eighty eight supercharger in nice condition for twelve, just do it. Don't buy anything
2: for your parents for Christmas. Buy nothing for anybody for Christmas. Don't buy a house. Go buy an aw 11 MR2. Yep, no Hanukkah. No Christmas. You're be able to buy no, everybody AW11. Everybody you know you will be able to buy a better gift for next year, I bet <laughs> uh, so you guys both agree it probably like, just up. like went bananas. yeah because we
1: love these cars and it's so and everyone else is figuring out our love for them
2: yes every of all the cars on this list, this one appreciated by far the most highest percent thirty percent yeah
1: I was gonna guess that
2: thirty percent up fifteen thousand seven hundred dollars by September two thousand nineteen yeah. Yeah, that boat is leaving <clears throat> quickly. Go buy some trash. Um like just find any of them, just get in on that boat. Uh that is the last boat to America. Um oh. <laughs> So, 2004 to 2006 Dodge Ram SRT-10 in 2018 September It was $26,300 in excellent condition because none of them are in good condition and they're all modified. Oh yeah, they're
0: all twin
2: turbo. Yeah, to find one one that's not twin turbo, find a stock one that's in great condition. It's $26,300 in 2018. Do you think it went up or do you think it went down or do you think it went stagnant? Stagnant. I gotta say down. You're actually both extremely incorrect. Uh, $31,600 okay. up 20%
0: in value. Wow. I mean, it's a cool truck,
1: yeah. It's a
0: very cool truck, yeah. I hate it, that spoiler on the back, but I love a, that it has a manual to be taken yeah, it's, it's a stupid truck <laughs> and it's rear wheel drive only. Yeah, like, oh, it's,
2: it's, so really, good. it's really it's the most American <laughs> thing. Um, all right, here we go 1980 to 1986 Ford Bronco in September up. 2018. Fifteen thousand seven hundred. Oh, definitely up. That's cheap. Up? Up because
1: I've been looking at them, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: true, Jan has been. Um, they <laughs> actually have, however, not as much as you think, that particular generation is actually kind of like the red-headed stepchild yeah. of Broncos because the first gen was way better and the, se- the third gen was way better. This yep. was just kind of like, okay. Um, well, the third
0: gen has some hit, uh, fame to it. Yeah, yes. it,
2: it went forty miles an hour in police
0: chase. Um I just can't drive. It went
2: drive. it went up seven <clears> percent. <throat> so that was a good place to park your money. Um <laughs> not the a, four it, it went up what like eleven hundred bucks. That's not bad.
1: Yeah, and I know we looked at what so there was one for sale off of Normandale and we were like, oh that was, that was a Bronco too. Shoot. Yeah it was a Bronco we should, too. That was, that was a Bronco also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, mm. oh shoot, we should look at it. And we looked at it and it was literally spray painted white oh yeah oh it was right really oh they're all terrible and i was just like no no I no a, a ryan and then it sold like a day later yeah, yeah immediately
2: the next day it was gone. We were like why i think a, a clean bronco too would actually be a good a
0: good purchase or something yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah if you could, awesome. you could find
0: you you probably can't find but not anywhere near us geographically no
2: no there's none it, it, you have to get a manual because are a disaster oh
0: yeah they're, the and automatics like, are really bad. And all the, like, the engines are terrible.
2: Yep, all the engines are really bad. All the automatics are terrible. But yeah. e- either you get you get a low-mile one a with, four the manual, cylinder with a four-cylinder
0: with a five-speed.
2: Or you get a really clean body, and you put in a, like an Explorer V8 in manual transmission yeah. from like a
0: Mustang. My aunt put in a Yanmar a, Implement diesel. That'd be cool.
1: I, I remember <laughs> my aunt's ex had a, had cool, a Bronco, actually. and like my fondest memory is like, There weren't Mm. enough seats for all of us. So like, we're the kids were, like sitting on the floor.
0: <laughs> I remember being in like the the fold down jump seats in the back of like an ex- a, like a, a, a extra cab, whatever the yeah. hell they called it, Ranger. Oh yeah, we like, sat sideways. They didn't make the cab any bigger, but they put two fold down planks in the back behind yeah, the driver seat. I love that. that. I was, was like, so I fun. was like seven, and I barely fit. It
2: was super fun. That was my <laughs> It was my, fun.
0: My first da- manual vehicle I ever rode in.
2: My dad had an '87 Bronco, it was like, one of my favorite cars because my dad had. We had just done the carpet in the basement. And my dad had taken uh, the That's extra piece of carpetrage. Yeah. yeah. My dad taken the extra carpet and <laughs> laid that down in the bed. <laughs> And, well, and that's with...
1: super comfy carpet too. Yeah, it's really nice carpet.
2: <laughs> but I would I play with my GI Joes in it. It was super of fun. Course, yeah. Like it was the most fun in the world because I'd yeah. be like my dad be working in the yard, be playing with
0: my GI Joes. It would be so cool. See, so
1: this is why the Broncos <laughs> are going up because we all have fond we all 90's love Nineties 90's yeah. 90's <laughs> so, memories of it. i
0: was throwing my hands up like, well, I have no argument. <clears> yeah, that's just true. Cut <clears> like the pop filter. So, so, so now we know why vehicles. they're going up. It's,
1: it's yeah. the nineties nostalgic. Yeah, that oh, is the knee high tube sock. Yeah, there is
0: there's
2: nothing more fun than being in the so going this, being in the passenger side yeah <laughs> being stage in the right, being right. in the passenger side flip down seat have your best faces, friends ride
0: trying to holler at me yeah,
2: yeah. no that's faces sideways and Anyone? your dad takes a corner like on a at a cloverleaf at a questionably high speed it. and then you just go yes. and you just plank yeah. out <laughs> Like, you can't hold on to anything because, like, gravity is pushing you to the other side of the vehicle. I think that's, that's
0: centrifugal force, yeah. Yeah, that's um, so fun. I love yeah, that. Yeah, fun. Well, you're, you're alive, so clearly it turned out <laughs> fine.
2: Anyway, so. Um,
0: yeah, let's keep going.
2: 2008 to 2009, Pontiac G8 GXP. Up. Very good car, killed only by the recession because Pontiac went away. Not
0: killed by uh. idiotic people who control car companies.
2: You think it went up? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was $37,800 in oh, 2018. God, that's a lot of money. What do you think, honey?
1: I said up, but now I'm going to go stagnant to Well, be safe. we have the
0: Chevy SS manual, which is direct competition. Those mm-hmm. are getting cheaper. So, yeah. like, maybe that's driving the price of these down. I don't know. So, Janice says stagnant. Mm-hmm. I'm you going say up down, still. You're going up?
2: Yeah. S- exactly stagnant hmm. to the oh. penny. So, they, nobody
0: sold one. Okay.
2: No, no. They sold them. Oh. There was... Like They're just like this
1: is what I bought it for, you can have it for this much. About,
0: a, about all, a dozen have been sold, but it, it's, it's all forum it, transactions.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, about, about a dozen have been sold like in auction, like on like brewing Trail and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's
0: been no real gain in value. These have been thirty eight thousand dollars for ten years. Yeah. Wow. Like That's, yep. the, that's the most thing. stagnant.
1: Like if if y- this was a river, the mud would be flat.
0: Yeah. I mean, you'd yeah. be able to you'd also be able to see clear to the bottom because yes. there would yeah. be no movement in the water.
2: All right, so this would be a good one. <laughs> The 1994 to 1996 Buick
0: Roadmaster Estate Wagon. I want to hear the value last year before I comment on this. 2018,
2: in excellent condition, was $10,800. Oh,
0: man, that's a lot of cash.
2: (laughs) For, uh, effectively, an automatic detuned C4 Corvette. Down. Up. Up and down? Okay. Well, 2019, it is... $13,300. 13300 I don't remember the first number.
0: It was 20% up. Okay,
2: cool. Yeah, it went up by 20%. I
1: remember that number. That was the last car on the it's list. It's really
0: hard to find one of those in good condition. That's, That's the main the thing. reason.
1: Um,
2: yeah. But if we look at the cars that went up, so the Roadmaster went up. Um, the Pontiac did not. So the Roadmaster went up. The Bronco went up.
0: The SRT uh, went up. The
2: SRT went up. The MR2 went up. The WRX went up. The, went up. Uh, the Saline went up. And did the Boxster? Boxer went up a tiny bit. A little bit. So really, the cars that are going up are across between lightweight, nimble sports cars and family vehicles that are actually fun to drive. Family vehicles you cannot buy today. Because mm. you cannot buy a solid axle, actual four-wheel drive truck anymore for your family.
0: Sure you can. It's called a Forerunner. Yes.
2: You can. All right, there's one. But... <laughs> Like, that's yeah. not as big as a Bronco. You can't no. buy a full-size.
0: Yeah, uh, Well, maybe you can still buy the LX as well. Lexus
2: for $100,000. Yeah, it's all around. <laughs> you cannot buy a wood-clad V8 rear-wheel drive wagon for your family. No, but you can buy a with new a Buick Regal
0: across. Which does tour. not have a reverse facing third row. It doesn't, but you could bolt one in, probably.
2: So, that's the thing. And the WRX
0: today That makes is sense, because that's the best Subaru product we got yes. in the United States ever.
2: I would venture to say that the blah STI... 0405 STI. ...is the best Subaru product ever.
0: Probably specifically 05, because then you get parts interchangeability. Because 04 is a nightmare. Everything's unique.
2: I would still say just the Blobeye STI as a whole. It's my favorite. It Much is, better than the Hawkeye. It looks good. Mm-hmm. The EJ, whatever you feel about it, it's fine. It's is just, that one it, it is a two, two five
0: seven, so it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's not good, but it's fine. Well, the
2: engine's fine. It makes a, makes an
0: interesting noise, um, Ugh. which is it, why Porsche can't sell the the Fox. Oh no, the Tour X was just killed. Yeah, they were. Ah, yeah, they're, they're taking f- a page out of uh, the, the Alltrack and the yeah. The, the, Screw you, Buick.
1: Boo.
0: That wasn't Boo! just killed those
1: killed
2: 11 days ago. We knew about this. Well, I, I wasn't paying attention.
1: I wasn't paying attention either.
2: Of course, nobody paid attention to the Buick 2 rx Nobody we care about Buick. Cuz oh. they didn't
1: they didn't They wouldn't let
0: it. me open the hood at the State Fair Auto Show. Really? Yeah, I tried to open the hood to see what engine it had in the time. We were told off very promptly.
1: <gasps> yeah. That's I, rude to you, you sell cars. Yeah. yeah.
2: I know. That's, like, okay, fine. I I'm worked. not surprised. Mm-hmm. It's a good vehicle, but it's sold, it's sold by not good people. I, like,
0: don't, I don't like that. Now I'm mad. Anyway,
2: this, and then the Fox, are, mad. the Fox body is a simple Mustang that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. So Ford doesn't make cars anymore. So And the Mustang's well, now I'm an upset. EV SUV. So, oh God. what I think is crushing disappointment. We got one, oh. two, three, three of these were totally wrong.
1: <laughs> I think we won the game.
2: Yes, you guys did. You guys did a very good job. I wasn't Pat keeping score. <laughs> now, Jenna what won. I, I want—okay. Like, what I want to do, and we're gonna put this in an article, so we can actually have this written down for all of time,
0: for posterity. Uh,
2: f- so we can revisit it, and this time in 2020, right. what is the carbitrage bull market list and our bear market list—the cars that are gonna do Ooh, well,
1: I my and
2: the cars that aren't gonna do a damn thing.
0: So, yeah, but we're not talking about losers.
2: Well, I want to talk about the cars. That, yeah, they're, they're not necessarily losing. They're just stagnating. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: we're talking lightly appreciated and significantly appreciated. Yes,
2: exactly. Um, so these this is actually a Carbetrage top tip. I'm like, what to invest in? Uh, J.R., Eric, and I will each give three cars and then one car that we all agree on for the Carbetrage choice, the number one <laughs> pick for the most like the most likely to appreciate for our bear list. Uh, we're each going to have one, one, one across the board. So we're going to have,
1: because we don't like negativity your, here. I'm at like as as here.
0: Yeah.
2: Sorry. We don't like negativity.
0: Um, <laughs> unless we're talking about people killing the wrong product. Yes. yes then, then we will be very negative at you. That's angry. well, we don't like the
2: world <laughs> being negative. We like being negative at the world. Okay, Yeah, that's true. Um, we're like a good Jewish parent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, wow, that's another so, good one. Carbatraz like a good Jewish
2: pick. <laughs> um yeah, all right. You'll so, have to
0: re-listen to these to get the
2: Oh no, I've been writing them down actually. For me, <laughs>
1: she, he's been texting me. Yeah. Oh my
2: god. That's how I remember. Yeah. So my, my three picks for bowls of the 2020 will be mm-hmm. the E46. Because I think that E46. Like in general? I think that M3 is going to really bring Ooh, up the total yeah. price range. Okay. But I think that just what the E46 offers, that combination of the traditional M3 powertrain. Well, it's cheap.
0: With, it's easy to service. It looks pretty good. It's really well made. Well, that's the thing. It's a
2: traditional three series, it's a good three series. It's a BMW. Not, 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 yeah. the, not the later 2000s ones. It well, provides. On the four cylinders, yeah. It's a little bit cheaper than the E36 now. And it's better in every way, because it's a lot more luxurious. That's it's way better, better than, than It's <laughs> a way better review than E36. <laughs> I think all of them across the board are going to go up in value. Okay. I think that the M3 is going to go bananas. Okay. Um, my second pick will be the FD RX-7.
0: Uh, I that's, still can't believe those haven't like gone gangbusters they've, yet.
2: They've gone up, mm-hmm. but they've not done super stuff. I think <laughs> this is going to be the year that the FD does super stuff.
0: Yeah, the FD is much more interesting to me than the Mark IV
2: I don't think it'll hit a hundred thousand dollars, but I, I could see FDs going for 70, I could see a
0: Really nice manual twin turbo going for seventy-eighty grand. Yeah, yep. like
2: a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think this will finally be the year. I've been saying this every year for like the last like decade. <laughs> this will be the year of the three thousand GT four. This will be the year the 3000 GT VR4 finally does something because it is such a good car,
0: and it is so cheap. And so hard to work on. Yeah, it's it's impossible to work <laughs> on. But that's the thing. Especially it's, if you get the retractable hardtop oh, one. It's Imagine trying to service piece. the hardtop on that thing.
2: Oh. It's
1: just a garage piece. But this is the <laughs> thing,
2: though. Like For somebody that wants a Supra or a FD or something, mm-hmm. this is more affordable than everything else. Yeah. It is way better at everything than the Z32 300 ZX. That I don't agree with. Well, I mean just like on paper. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on yeah. paper it's better than it everything. It definitely has
0: many more features. A- across the board is better. Um and amazingly it's even harder to work on the. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say as
2: as say in the okay. my reasoning for this <clears> going <throat> up before the Z32 is that neither of them are really a gem to work on. You don't, you don't brag. You would not want to work on either, <laughs> either of one cars, of them. No. But the thing is, the Z30, the Z32 versus the 3000 GT, the 3000 GT, I think will take it because that one's just a little bit, like it's more worth
0: the pain in the ass factor. I don't know. Yeah, what well, Scott's saying—it's heavier and slower than the Z thirty two and front wheel drive base. But the 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 working on it portion for me is still what I come back to because like even working on an NA transverse V six oh, is terrible. almost they're, impossible.
2: They're all terrible. Yeah, they are.
0: Yeah. So I, I I do want the VR four to appreciate because it it's very interesting. It's very yes. technically impressive, but like it just none, none of the vehicles in that timeline were as good as the Z thirty two TT.
2: So. I'm gonna. I'm willing to take it out if I'm wrong, but I have so much faith in this car. It's a really great car. Well, the beat is we're have, not out anything if we're yeah. wrong. And you have a lot of value for dollars that I still you're think getting it's a out good of that buy.
0: vehicle. That's a very interesting car. Yeah,
2: I think that'd be a really good buy.
0: Are we also keeping the uh, Stealth RT in that pool or no? Yes, yeah, so I will.
2: Okay. I'm going to take that in its variance. Fair enough. Even the $16,000 MSRP base model still with <laughs> oh, caravan engine. No. Oh, the push rod. Because that was the last <clears throat> sub $20,000 sports car you could buy in America.
0: Sports car is being generous.
2: It's a sports car with all the good stuff taken out.
0: Okay. Um,
1: all right.
0: Jenna, it's like do you want to go next or shall I?
1: Uh, You can. I okay. really like yours. Okay. Yeah
0: um i i'm not trying to drive the market with my choices but this is just what i can observe i really think it's the time of the manual transmission non-csi 850 to start appreciating like crazy that one right there that car <laughs> seriously like every time i drive it I'm like this is just as good as a csi yeah. and it's an it's like a quarter maybe less than a quarter of the selling price of a csi
2: yeah. y- you know my 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 Determination of best Corvette is cheapest Corvette because yeah. at the end of the day they all kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just true. It's just like I, I, I old Corvette is just not that great because every generation Corvette is just. You a need to buy a Corvette because you
0: want to use it. If you're buying a Corvette yeah. to speculate, you're retarded.
2: Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is like the, like no Corvette is ever like they, every generation is a quantum shift in quality. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, um, and and in function too.
2: The thing is that the 850, it's a really good car. Yeah. But a CSI, like that price point doesn't make
0: sense. Well, it it is a better car, I grant. But like the different, the mechanical, it's just otherwise differences between that car and a CSI. It's a set of intake manifolds. It's a crankshaft, different front and rear bumpers, and some wood trim on the inside.
2: It, so you're, it, it's not, that, that's not that big of a
0: difference, though. Uh, there's functionally no difference.
2: Yeah, that's not like the difference between like a third and fourth generation
0: Supra, where there's like and neither of them are a fast, completely different car. So it doesn't matter. Yeah,
2: yeah. They, all, they all kind of, you know,
0: sound the same. They have the exact same transmission.
2: Per modern standards, it kind of suck.
0: But yeah. it's a really great car. Yeah, it's, it's still a ton of fun. Like yeah, I yeah, drove it a once really last year. I'm like, car. this is great. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I've never had more fun getting 11 miles to the gallon. I <laughs> honestly
2: think
1: That's why we that drove car, it to the Inker all the time. Yeah.
2: That car, I think, is my favorite one of all of your cars. Yeah, I would never yeah, do it I love that. Like, I like that mm, almost as much as the, the E30. And
0: that's the thing. Like, it is so stinking rare. Like, yeah. when was the last time? Like, oh, yeah. Like, manual rear-wheel drive BMWs are always the sought-after yeah. thing. Yeah. They brought fewer than 900 of those to North America. That's like, why, why are those only worth like 20 grand? Yeah, yeah it doesn't it's because people sense. think they're unreliable, but like they really super aren't. No. Well, I've the, had that no, car for a decade. You know
2: what's unreliable is the auto trans. The, the auto Auto-trans. transmission one where the guy left the sunroof open and never cleaned out the drains and mm-hmm. got water intrusion that's unreliable and yeah
0: don't buy one of those and the v8s the v8s had a uh, cylinder delamination yeah. problems so, so like a lot of y- people don't group these cars together yeah it's
2: a completely yeah. different car i think that the v12 manual 850s are gonna be a great car so, yeah, I,
0: I don't want to spend too much time on it but i really think that those are those are due like yeah I, i've seen right. them trickle up but like i think they're ready to explode yeah
2: so, th- those are gonna go gang next one something.
0: building on one of your choices i am picking e46 but m3 and only coupe and only in three colors
2: Laguna what seca yellow,
0: Laguna Seca blue, and a Mola red. I don't yes. think any other color is gonna see much for appreciation.
1: Any other color me, doesn't matter.
2: You know what I think is, yeah. I think that what we can say is, the E46. Mm-hmm. When I write this up, I'll say the E46 in general, mm-hmm. and will go up. I think that the E46 M3 will go up. There's levels. More, more than ten percent more than all the other.
0: I think the E46s. wagon and the M3 convertible are gonna be similar because. They won't appreciate much, but it'll be more than the standard cars. Yeah. Then you go to Coupe M3. I think the Coupe M3 is those three colors. And especially manual.
2: If you want to just write, like, red, yellow, blue, um, those three colors are going to go up more than 10% more than the average E46 will already be going up.
0: Um, And what's your last one? GMC, Typhoon, and Cyclone. That
1: was the one that I was most excited for you to talk about. That I one agree
0: absolutely that. needs to be. They yeah. are, like, nobody hates those no, things. No, everybody, everybody sees them, them and goes, oh my like, god,
1: that's a Typhoon! You don't like automatic ty-
0: transmissions ty- and you it, love that's that. That's a 4L60, it's a 700R4, it's a 4L60. Yeah. Worst transmission ever, oops yeah. all neutrals, I still yeah. really want a Typhoon. Yeah, it's a
2: great <laughs> car. Like, <laughs> but...
0: It's, they're cheap. Like, you can get a pretty nice Typhoon for less than 10 grand. Yeah. yeah. And you, well, can not, get, you can get a really that, nice Cyclone for less than 20. Can Wait. we
2: also state that not only is it a terrible mm. transmission, that is the worst touch point of probably any GM? Oh, the
0: cluster's bad. The touch like, points are, are bad. The interior's bad. terrible. The brakes <laughs> are awful. The engine has massive cooling system problems. Like, oh, it's yeah. not intercooled. The turbo has more lag than a charter bus. Like, it's. It's awful. a terrible vehicle, but it's like, that's why the Woody Wagon's cool. Yeah, because like, it's so bad. It was it's the good. fastest production vehicle yes. you could buy at that time.
2: It, that's exactly why it's cool. And I, I think it, it's one of those things where that's the only car that is, like, that chassis is simultaneously the worst possible vehicle and the best. Because it's the same body, or the same chassis, I should say, as Matt's awful Jimmy that we just destroyed. Oh,
1: God, my, my cousin Maddie. Yeah. yeah.
2: But anyway, so. Like, th- that's, th- that's a very, very good choice. We
1: should just, just get him one of these. Just <laughs>
0: gorgeous. And, yeah. like, the body kit's just 90s. Just, yeah. just drips Is 90s. this
1: going to go up because of more <laughs> 90s nostalgia? Yes,
0: 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but as people our age Millennials, get yeah. money yeah. and they buy things, like, oh, that was cool. Like,
2: th- this,
1: yeah.
0: was, this was the secret Gen X, like, top buy and mm-hmm. now it's gonna be the millennial like investment. And that's the thing, like these these have always been talked up, and they've always been like on the collector radar. But like, just people like, oh yeah, that's a good idea to buy one of those, and they just never did. Yeah. And I, I don't really know why. Maybe they are just awful to own, but I, I probably, they they oh, can't, it. It. They can't yeah, be that can, bad. You can get every yeah.
2: replacement part of AutoZone.
0: And you can rebuild that trans for like fifty bucks because yeah. it's a four L sixty. So that's that's a great purchase. Whatever. Just, just I, I also
2: one thing I would do want to state as Miguel crashed his S15 recently, mm-hmm. uh, those can take a hit. So you can, you can actually drive that regularly, mm-hmm. and you can like, hit somebody like 30 miles an hour. As long as you don't tweak the frame, that whole car can get rebuilt in perfect condition because it won't affect any of the touch points where, like, where everything bolts up.
0: Sure. So, yeah, that, that.
2: that's one of those things where that's actually a very reliable vehicle. It's a very robust vehicle. It's a vehicle that you can actually go on a road trip in and enjoy.
0: A lot of very, very high uh, horsepower turbo LS builds and things like that that are all-wheel drive use Typhoon front diffs because they're super strong.
2: So, Jana, you have three interesting picks.
1: I do, and most of them are Mercedes. Big shocker. Yeah, I know, right? Um, All of them are European. Uh, Well, yeah, because they're Mercedes. So I think the G-Wagon is going to go up.
2: Yes, I don't think all of them, but I think think... uh, the early ones... The convertibles, yes, yeah, I think those two. And I think that if you want one that's going to be depreciating something to watch, are be the AMG G Wagons because they're depreciating, mm-hmm. like just they're falling yeah. off a cliff. And I think that oh, if modern you can, ones, yeah, yeah, if you can get in at the bottom floor on that, you can actually stand and make money. It will never be worth more than it's MSRP, but if you can get on the bottom floor, it's a good car to buy,
1: yeah. So, and I mean, they're just. They've been all around good cars since their inception, so which is why
0: a first year G500 yeah. is still worth like twenty five grand with yeah. three hundred thousand miles on. it. Oh
2: yeah, because they're
0: they're, they're they're super they're
2: solid. super good. Like you can't—it's hard to get a bad one. Mm-hmm. Like as far as an old one goes, and like a modern one, you can, but it's all like—it's not like it's gonna stop running, yeah. right? It'll just be like
0: uncomfortable to use. Well, it's just a consequence of the parts bins that they have yeah. to drop. Yeah. So.
1: And then my second Mercedes is like one that I don't want to go up because I want one really bad. But then after I buy one, it can go up as a fin tail Mercedes. Yes. I really want a black one with red interior. Like so that if one that we have been any to Any of our for you. listeners mm-hmm. want to surprise me for Hanukkah or Christmas? Yes. My birthday was also. Just go, maybe so. put all three together into yeah. one gift for Janet yeah. a, fin- just, just a, a fintail Mercedes. A, a, a fin-tail I, Mercedes I have a it. look in my closet specifically to drive it to back to the fifties. So
0: she, yeah, she
2: literally has a I'm, dress picked out for the car.
1: I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm prepared. If I want to uh, add to
2: that, uh particularly the uh the base model. Because the yeah, base model
1: Bakelite. It had
2: a Bakelite uh, instead instead of wood inserts. Had Bakelite mm-hmm. inserts.
0: That's much cooler.
2: I think that is the one time where a base model is like, like objectively cooler than the fully loaded model.
1: Yeah, because like, for people who don't know what Bakelite is, it's one of the first plastics ever yeah, mass produced. Like, it
0: smells like formaldehyde. It's great.
1: And yeah, yeah, it's.
0: It's not a particularly good product, but it's very interesting. It's very cool. I love it. It's
1: very of the era. (coughs) Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And then my last one we have to include is the Dogevo, the Ah. 2CV.
2: I think with the 2CV, that's a really interesting choice. You're taking over my topic. No, no. I was just saying, I I think it's a really interesting choice because it's such a common car. Like. Yes,
1: it is a common car. I don't think all, like, just, like, with the G-Wagon, not all of them are going to go up. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think more people are, I, I feel like French cars are kind of getting a little bit of limelight right now. Um, so, I think people are going to realize that the 2CV has more than just, like, the two CV, like they're gonna it's find out just all the, the weird, the Dolly. special editions. Yeah. Well,
0: there's additions. been a lot of very iconic French cars, yeah. but the thing is, a lot of the things like the two CV and the, the de Ditschavo and the XM things like that they they were made for such a long yeah. period of time that mm-hmm. people just kind of don't think about French yes. cars as much because you're not just being bombarded by all these different models. Yeah. But now that we can get stuff with the 25-year rule that's getting into the more like yes. we actually make a full line of cars French stuff, yeah. I do think we're going to see a proliferation of French imports. Yeah.
2: I think, I think with the 2CV, um, that's going to get a lot of interest with the more casual collector. Yeah. Some of the people, the traditional Volkswagen like Mm -hmm. type two crowd. We're not necessarily a car enthusiast. They just like this one car.
0: I just want, I want a
2: two CV. Yeah. Like people just like want a two CV. I think that, I think it's one of those cars where. Everybody wants
1: to try the egg test.
2: Yeah. There's, there's enough clout around this car and there's, the car's got such a unique design and shape. It's made for so long that even with the, like, the normal one, your dollies, like a, like a 79 or an 85 dolly, like you can totally just pick it up and you'll have the look that you want. Mm-hmm. That's like a late model bay window type too. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are going to really go bananas, I think, are going to be like if you get the Perrier or the San Pellegrino, I, it's one of the two, um, limited edition. Where, fancy
1: sparkling yeah, water.
2: The fancy, yeah, if you get like something like that or you – yeah, the hoity-toity limited editions. I mean the Sahara is already bananas, so like those are gone. Or the very early ones I think will go up a lot. Um,
1: I want to find one that was hidden in a barn during World War
0: II. So you want one of the three, yeah. uh, the super early, like creased metal roof uh hood ones. Yes. That are well, worth like a bazillion dollars. You yeah. can you, they did the corrugated. I would never
1: drive it. They did I'd the corrugated
0: in, hood like
1: I'd keep it in my attic. What it does it for like the first
0: 10 years?
2: Yeah, they did that for the first 10 years. So you, you can actually buy
0: a pattern hood and just put on a later one. Well too. no, cuz it, <clears throat>
2: its entire hood is different. Mm-hmm. So but you, you the corrugated hood ones are actually they're kind of like uh oval window beetle money
0: where it's like oh, like 15 yes.
2: grand, 20 grand That's whereas not bad. like yeah, whereas like a normal one's <clears throat> like 10.
0: Like, I, I would love one of those in, like, gray, where it looks like it has no paint on it, but mm-hmm. the yes. paint is the metal color yeah. with the just super dim, giant yellow headlights and oh, no perfect. power. Yes. I just want that. So you want the early fun. one. You want the early one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I Just perfect. Yeah, well, if it's got, like, 10 horsepower, I'm in.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, it's oh one of those cars where it's... You know, like, a, a Type 2 is actually unsafe, and you yeah. have a very high likelihood of dying in a Type 2. Whereas yeah. a 2CV, you have that feeling... But the car is just from the nature of how it was designed, You'll avoid a it. of a lot more reliable yeah, I mean, it's and like, safe.
1: Like, yeah. Citroëns are known for saving people from assassinations. So.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really great choice. This French cars in general, but the two CVs specifically, will be going up in value, I think. Oh, oh look man. Look at how disgusting it is. They I just are. love
0: it. Just yeah. bigger, more yellowy headlights. Yes.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I think they're, they're really great. I think, Look I how think...
0: happy this family is. So,
2: the, the weird trim level 2CVs will be the ones that go bananas, and it'll be driven by the clout of the normal 2CV, correct? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good one. Well,
1: sorry for all my yawns. I'm I think for, So,
2: this is one that I was originally going to do just for myself, but we all kind of agreed oh, on. God. So, since we all agree on it, um, we're going to all do it together. 88-2000 yeah. um, through 2000, Honda Civic slash CRX mm-hmm. slash
0: Del Sol. Something unique-ish front-wheel drive yeah. manual Honda. Yeah. That
1: has not been that stolen. That has not been stolen
0: or been on fire. Yes. Yes,
2: a good one of those mm-hmm. would go bananas because they already have my 91 Civic in not running condition. Now mm-hmm. with Rust, it's worth as the same price I bought it for in good condition 10 years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I think that those cars will be great. The key is get the best one you can afford,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the lowest miles with the cleanest title, and
0: hide that. Don't tell people you own it. To yep. pull the thing where the guy makes a room that's mm-hmm. just sealed off, just do that.
1: How they hid the Dosha boats before World War yeah. II. Yeah, seriously,
2: like that's what you have to do. Um, because the ones that are really, it
1: in your dad's bomb The ones
2: that are going totally crazy are the Integra Type R's. This, you know, this, Civic Si, yeah, Civic Si's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think um, if I had to choose one particular one that I would part my money on, like one particular car from that it'd be the 92 the 95 the EG Civic SI. And
1: yeah, one that's why?
2: not stolen, not modified is going to be the one to oh, get Oh yeah,
1: not modified. Because
2: that's the one it's got the Z6 engine, it's got the best single red cam engine.
0: D16 Z6. It's got
2: the P28 ECU, which is the most sought after ECU. That's the car that's known for being the most stolen and the <laughs> most uh like the most desirable for the longest time. That one or I think the other one that's got the most to gain mm-hmm. would be the Del Sol Dual Red Cam 2 Yeah,
0: I still... When you told me that they made a, a Dual Red Cam... Matt Greep had one in high school. His was a DOHC? Yeah. Jeez. Who... Didn't he also have a GSR? No. He, uh, that was... Anthony oh, Kalis that was... No, that was Kyle Hansen or something. Yeah. But... Anyway, I, I would either take a GSR or a N1 SI. Yeah. Well, the I
2: GSR guess... is an Integra. I did not include the Integra in this. Because no, I, I, I think the Integras. I think the Integra is going to – that's going to come up afterwards. I think it's going to be, like, 2021-2022. That's fine. I think
1: would
0: be the good good year for the Integra. I keep cars for more than a year, so.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, that would be – I most it. people too. What are our bears? Mine is a 996 non-GT3 Porsche 911. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that one's going to do those, nothing this year. I don't think it'll go down, but it'll do absolutely
0: yeah, nothing. Yeah, those have been a pretty safe place to have a nice daily for the last decade because, really, they, they've kind of been bottomed out at – 12 to 15 for 10 years.
2: Yeah, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. They're going to continue to be bottomed
0: out because... I think eventually they will start appreciating, but it's going to take some time.
2: That's the generation of Bronco, that the second-gen Bronco, that mm-hmm. Haggerty had talked about last year. Where it's like, it's, living it's like the Boxster.
0: It, it's going to slowly appreciate because it, it is a lot of really good car. I think
2: it's a good car. It's just like the surrounding cars are better.
0: Yeah, but they're also more than twice the price. Yeah, and I think that's and the thing. That's what people are just gonna get into. I'm like, well, let's get the exact same drivetrain. So I'm gonna go with this for half It's the like price.
2: a, it's like a 924 with the front with front engine Porsches. Like the 924 will be worth as much as the worst 924 or 944. The best 924 will be that's worth pretty as much, much true. as much Yeah, but
0: you can't really equate that because the 996 and the 997 have identical drivetrains. But they don't look identical. Doesn't matter.
2: I think that, that that's, a, that's a big part because I think the 997 will appreciate before the 996.
0: I think so too, um, but I think for different reasons. And honestly, the early 997s are not very expensive. Yeah. So um, I do think the people that are buying the pre-owned, specifically the six-speed, but like the the standard Carreras, Yeah. Like the, you get a, a, an 05 996.2 with the facelift and you get an 06 they're only like four grand difference so really it does matter to some people but like a lot of people especially on the point two, the facelift did help a lot on that car because the early headlights are much worse but would you
2: let's say you have a a 996 and 997 the weight model 996 early 997 so they're equivalent in price the 997 Mm -hmm. is say eight grand more expensive but the nine nine six is a little bit worse of a vehicle. It's in like you know, the seats are all creased. Would that really deter you from a nine nine seven?
0: Yeah, I mean if I was paying more than that four four ish grand premium just to get like a more modern interior. Well
2: what, what no better better quality interior. So it's like been a little bit better taken care of. The I seats don't really are a bit care better. about the... headlights aren't yellow, you know. Something like that. Where it's like you, you have, like, a little bit – you're just, like, a slightly better quality, but, mm-hmm. like, more expensive. I think that the nine and seven would probably be, like, this
0: makes I sense. I think it's going to sell for a gram more than that yeah. to somebody, but yeah. it's going to be somebody that has no idea what they're doing, which that's is true. fine because those people buy Porsches. Know, that's the Porsche community. <laughs> yep. What, what do you think is going to do nothing? Uh, The BMW E36 M3. I yes. absolutely
2: concur. That car sucks.
0: <laughs> like, I really hate that car. <laughs> Eventually, you will make money if you hold one, but the U.S. ones are that nerfed where they –
1: I like that word nerfed. Nerfed.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we like ours they're are nerfed, good. Ours are it. really reliable because we got the regular engine that yeah. they just bumped up a little bit. Yeah. And like the Euro ones are really high strung. So, like, our cars will easily go 300 plus thousand miles and theirs won't. Yeah. But that they're also a lot less fast. Yeah. So uh, they will appreciate, but they made so many of them and they are so not special in the grand scheme of BMW M3s. It's going to take time. And so, every
2: time you see a E36. You're the coolest M3 mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Cause the E30 is not gonna be in the parking lot ever. Right. Uh, the E36 will be the coolest M3 in the parking lot until an E46 shows up. And that E46, but I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as a 924 and 944, mm-hmm. the 996 and 997,
0: the E36, or even is, an E21. I mean, it's a good car, but it was surrounded by better cars.
2: Yeah, it's just like it's gonna. It's gonna totally be as it's gonna be worth as much as the worst E46 M3. Like yeah pretty, yeah. yeah, pretty much. That's pretty
0: much true. Cause, I mean, I bought that M3 sedan for like thirty one hundred bucks, and, and it's I, it's, wow. it's like my favorite E36 M3. It's a sedan. It's in pretty good shape. It's a manual. Yeah, and it's like and like the crappiest E46 M3 is seven. Yeah, and how much is it? yeah? It, and that will buy you a really nice E36 M3. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is, I think mm-hmm. as the E46 in the next year goes up, the bottom of the E46 market will still stay there. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? I think so too. And yeah. in, in that particular case, I agree.
2: Jana, yours.
1: Uh, the, uh, well, you specifically said the CA Accord, but I think all Accords in general.
2: That's a good point.
1: Um, are going to be pretty stagnant because, not because they don't deserve to appreciate. They totally do. But they're just like in the shadows of a Civic mm-hmm. or all the other Hondas. They're just like in the shadows. And the people that know that the Accords are better, they already own them.
2: Yes. It the the, the Accords are like GMA bodies. So it's like, like
0: a 5 series versus a 3. Yeah.
2: yeah, where it's like if you're in the know and you're and you're a savvy buyer, you buy the Accord cuz the Accords are way it's just as good of a car like and you could do just as much cool actually it's easier to do cool stuff on the yeah. accord because like if you get a cb accord you don't have to get mounts to put in a prelude engine. like it bolts in it's way easier to make a cb accord fast well, than it's is the Prelude.
0: Make. had the big block to start with so yeah but sense. i mean like
2: well this the h series like the head bolts onto f series block
0: hmm.
2: like there's one coolant galley that isn't there <laughs> like that's it like it, it's called a g it's called a g22 swap when you do that why G? Because it's between H and
0: F. Oh, Because if you look on a keyboard,
2: <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> a G22. It's
0: just like people like smashing the wrong button on forums back yeah. in the day in The G G22. The G22.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. It came from the form <laughs> era, actually, yeah. Yeah. But it, that's the thing. is, I think that in, it's kind of like the GMA body where those 70s, malaise, mid-sized GM rear-wheel drive, inline-six vehicles – are worth nothing, but if somebody wants to make a fast muscle car, mm-hmm. they get those.
0: Like, well, yeah, it's because you don't care about the drivetrain that was in it. You don't yeah. care about the rarity. The the
2: the fastest cars at the racetrack, it's not going to be the dude with a with a GTO like with a four hundred cubic inch GTO. It's to be the dude with a seventy eight Oldsmobile Omega.
0: Yeah, with a truck motor in it.
2: Yeah, because like thirty grand will buy you just the GTO. Thirty grand will buy you a Oldsmobile Omega, and you'll still have. Tw-
0: and an entire QA1 yeah. catalog.
2: Yeah, and you'll have $29,000 to play with. Like, you're going to have way more fun. So, yeah, I think that and the CA Accord car. will do nothing, and it's totally okay to buy one. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, what, I'll let you do the arbitrage bear.
0: Sounds good. So, the car that we pretty much unanimously agreed is going to stay basically stagnant for 2020 is the BMW Z8 yes mm-hmm. and again not a bad car very good car um, but those they started at about a hundred grand yep. and then they started to depreciate and they never got lower than 75 and then the last several years they spent in the 160 to 170 range and yeah. now they're a little bit soft so you can get a pretty nice one now for depending on the mileage and how complete it is for 130 to 150 and I do not see that changing for the next several years
2: well this that's kind of a that's consistent across the board with any car that's in that price range at 100000 yeah. that That mid-hundreds
0: plus range, mm-hmm. uh, those Stop. cars— Little details start mattering a lot at that point. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: not only that, it's a, a lot of economic instability because you, tra- you have the trade war going on. You have everything Trump ever says— all that stuff. suddenly economics matters when you're making a purchase that large. You don't buy a house when you're about to enter a recession. You but hold to on.
0: counter that, cars are a lot more resistant to that. Yes. than that's property, true. That's true. But goods I are, mean, as far as rare ones.
2: as far as people like uh, they uh, we sure. saw we saw at Monterey mm-hmm. that people slowed down a lot.
0: Oh yeah, Pe- people don't transact around, nearly it, as much.
2: Ground to a halt because mm-hmm. everybody's getting ready for a recession that didn't come. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is. With the Z eight, I think that people are still a little bit nervous about the market. The Z eight, you still have the other things going on, so we'll just get the. I think the Z eight would be a really good place to park your car. Is like park money, but <laughs> well, no, it's a good place to park your money as like the equivalent to a treasury
0: bond. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I like long term. It's to be worth a lot, especially if you have your bonds with you know one country.
2: Yeah, you have your Z eight <laughs> treasury bond. You have your like 96 honda civic you know apple stock right so yeah fair enough (laughs) anyway um (laughs) thank you so much for listening everyone let's uh what we learned will just be our this because i don't think we should take up any more
0: of anybody's time that's fine We'll we'll get back to it in the first of 2020 Yeah, we'll come
1: back with lots of new facts
0: uh first episode of 2020 we're gonna have
2: uh i think drive cartel might be coming on (sighs) On the first couple of weeks, oh, and then we're also going to actually do the Modi Awards. The Modis! Yes, the Modis. Modis. Our Modis are going to be <laughs> more based around things that we just want to appreciate people for. We
1: should get him, and he'll just meow at cars. We can
0: bring Modi for the Modi Day.
2: We can have Modi on the Modi Day. So we will have a cat on
1: We'll show him pictures of cars, and whenever we'll he meows, that's what wins.
0: Or if he poops, then we know it's bad. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's a bad kitty. Or hairballs. It's <laughs> a bad kitty. Hairballs doesn't balls do hairballs, but...
1: Oh, yeah, he's he's a good, healthy kitty.
0: Oh, my Lanta. This was a long episode. Yeah, it was. This an hour and a half. Wow. Okay. Thank you. We'll see it's you guys in half. 2020. Have a happy new year, and uh, we sure. hope you all had a good holiday drive, season. Drive safe, but not too safe. Drive really fast, though.
2: Happy Eleanor Bye.